0: Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, JoJo. And I'm Zyra. If you like girls, like I like girls, let's do some twirls. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where that came from.
1: <laughs> you just came up with that. I right? just started coming up with shit. We hope yeah. that you guys liked our last episode with Melanie. Um. Let us know your thoughts if you haven't listened to it. yet go ahead and listen to it or watch it on YouTube, whatever you want to do. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking. Why about are you giving uh such
0: a suspicious
1: smile? I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I'm about to tell y'all some shit. I don't know. Maybe it's because we haven't recorded in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I be missing it. I don't know how to act. <laughs> okay, okay, well, back 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 to it. So in today's episode, we're gonna be going over um the master doc. And if you haven't heard about it, there is a master doc, a Google Doc um that's been around for a couple of years, and it's called Am I a Lesbian? A lot of people love it and a lot of people hate it. So I figured um we should talk about it. Okay, so first of all,
0: how did you come across Okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh you want some how'd take my drink like that it's incredible i really did want some and she played yeah. me anyway
0: how you come across this
1: whole um so i kept hearing about kaylani talking about it right mm-hmm. and it came up like on tiktok here and there but i never really paid attention to it mm-hmm. but i was like let me go ahead and read this to figure out what the drama is yeah so it's a 30 page document
0: Plenty. I know that
1: sounds crazy, but I feel like it's easier for you to actually read on a computer because on your phone it might be a little bit long. But I read it in like a week. It wasn't that long. Um, and pretty much what it goes over is I'm gonna be reading some parts of it and we're gonna be talking about it. But just to guy just to give you guys like a brief overview, there's like different chapters or whatever. The first one is what is compulsory hetero. This is the shit that I can never say, bro. What is compulsory heterosexuality? Okay. How do a, I kn- it's a mouthful. It yeah, is. it's a mouthful. <laughs> How do I know if I'm lesbian? But I like fiction, fictional men and male celebrities. But I think I've liked men before. Conflicted feelings about men. Signs of compulsory, compulsory heterosexuality. Is, I'm going to fuck it up every time. An attraction versus compulsory heterosexuality. So, yeah.
0: And those are all, like, topics, like, mini topics within the... Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I want you to read this just because I struggle with my words and my English. The highlighted area. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Compulsory heterosexuality is the voice in my head that says, I must really be het. I've never heard that word, het het it's like shortened for oh oh, that's Uh a poor that's a poor selection anyway um i must really be het even when i'm in love with a woman compulsory heterosexuality is what forces lesbians to struggle through learning the difference between what you've been taught you want in quotations being with a man and what you do want in quotations being with a woman if you're reading this, I like girls too. Um <laughs> which is why so many lesbians have dated men at some point.
1: What do you think about that?
0: I think that it, it's valid. Uh-huh. Uh at least in my um perspective because as we know, you know when you're a girl, you I'm even guilty of that. Uh you're taught the whole getting married one day, having a husband, having kids, you know, it's just that um, that idea, like, that that's that's the end game when you grow up is to have that family and have that uh, mm-hmm. man, so to say, uh, as your supporter, provider, and protector, you know. When we grow up, we're, we're taught that initially with our fathers, right, mm-hmm. you know, for those who do have fathers and grow up with fathers around or with parents that are still together, ideally you want – what you see, right, like what you grow up with in your environment, and if you grow up with your parents together and you have a mom and a dad, you um like idolize that mm-hmm. romantic relationship, mhm, you know, so I think it's pretty valid,
1: yeah, for the most part, but like not only in our parents, but I feel like when you grow up, you see it on t v mhm. Like, most shows and movies. And then as little kids, you see it even in cartoons. Mm-hmm. With all the princesses and the and right. prints and all their shit. Like,
0: that, right, the idea in the picture mm-hmm. is already painted for you. Yeah. And it's just, like,
1: pretty much kind of brought on to you, I guess, mm-hmm. so to say. Like, I wonder how life would have been if we grew up watching cartoons that were same sex. Like, two princesses or two princes. Like, two princes. <laughs> princess <laughs> two prince like how would that like how would that have changed you know
0: I I feel I, like if you were if that was a norm from the jump it would just be a norm. It wouldn't be weird. It wouldn't be seen as yeah. different. Like how many and in all actuality when you grow up watching certain um cartoons like there's there's sp- spin offs of that. And like what I mean like what seems um childish or like child friendly some of those cartoons really are adult cartoons they have you know
1: you know what that reminds me you ever seen that spongebob episode where him i always
0: hear that spongebob really wasn't supposed to be
1: he was him and patrick him and patrick were low-key like in a relationship in an episode and there was there's like this gif where um patrick's out like working And then SpongeBob's at home and he's like, take care of the baby and like vacuuming at the same time and cooking at the same time. And he's doing like a hundred million things at once. And I'm like, yo, shit like that. Y'all missed it, but I got it. (laughs) Um, All right, let's move on. So this other um, chapter says, how do I know if I'm a lesbian? If you're questioning if you're lesbian, it's way more important to ask yourself if you can truly be happy with a man than if you're attracted to them. Ask yourself if you can have healthy, fulfilling relationships with men and actually want to be with them. You can be attracted to men or not know if you are because of compulsory heterosexuality and it doesn't mean you want to be with them. Attraction is supposed to feel good. If being in relationships with men isn't appealing to you, if you can't truly see yourself ending up in happy relationships with men, or if your attraction to men makes you uncomfortable, you may be a lesbian. Lesbian isn't a dirty word, and being a lesbian is beautiful. Okay. <laughs> um. So I feel like um. this document, a lot of people might relate to it but a lot of people might not relate to it Mm -hmm. i'm highlighting parts that i like relate with it's so long obviously we're not going to read the whole thing um but i feel like we talked about it before but like growing up i never envisioned a wedding not only because nobody in my family got married but it was just like i honestly didn't even want to get married like i would have this conversation with my friends like i'm not getting married it's just not happening. It's just not in the books. Like, I don't see it. Like, it was. Why? Just... I didn't like the idea of having to share my space with a man. <laughs> and, like, yo, and it, I'm not even a man hater. Like, she got two dads. I have two dads, like my stepdad and then my real dad. And I have good relationships with them, like, really, really good relationships. Um, but even then, to me, it was never like, a, I can't wait to have kids and I can't wait to get married and have this big house and literally never crossed my mind. And I also think it's because of obviously internalized homophobia that you didn't realize it growing up. But it also, I think it's just the way that my mom raised me because I feel like a lot of people have this idea that men are like the provider and they're going to help them financially. Since as women, we, you know, give birth to kids and all that. And we have to stay home. Um, But I remember, like, growing up, my mom would be like, you can't depend on a man. Mm -hmm. You cannot depend on a man to, like, like, you need to have your own this. You need to have your own house. You need to, like, own your own stuff. You need to make your own money. Like, she was very adamant about that. But I think it's because she's always had to rely on men. Mm -hmm. So... Um, Like, sometimes I think about it and, like, I'm like, where would I be or where would my family be with all my stepdad? Mm-hmm. Not saying that my mom don't make shit work because she makes shit work. But I also feel like, I don't know, sometimes I'm like, I feel I feel like my dad really helped her. Yeah. Like, emotionally, physically, financially, like, he really held it down, I feel like. Um, and my mom, I remember like growing up, I never really saw it cause I've only seen her with my dad, my stepdad, but my sister would tell me like that growing up, my mom had like a lot of boyfriends and pretty much she depended on them financially. hmm so, I feel like my mom just never wanted me to be like that like you like you should just be independent, like don't but that's depend also on
0: because growing up, what do your parents do? What does your environment do? What does mm-hmm. society do? Place that idea that you are meant to find a man that is to provide?
1: Yeah, yeah, and no, but I also feel like in our um how do I say it like in our culture. Mm -hmm. like family is really important Mm -hmm. but i also feel like in our culture sometimes you don't see the man in the picture
0: yeah
1: like moms so many people only have like a single parent yeah they only see their mom or their dad, but like mainly their mom just be the main provider main Everything. everything like the father is just like literally just not present or just like you barely have a relationship with them it's like they're out there in the world but you don't talk to them you don't they don't say happy birthday to you they don't give you any type of money like it's like that type of relationship and i'm like that's so fucking tragic moving on another highlighted part that i want to talk about it says but i think i've liked men before You can identify as a lesbian if you've liked men in the past, but no longer are attracted to men or want to pursue relationships with them. Lots of lesbians have dated or had genuine relationships with men before realizing they were lesbians, and that doesn't make them any less of a lesbian. If you don't care about men or would no longer like to be with them, you can be a lesbian now. It's a now identity. It matters how you feel now. You're not interested in men So you can ID as a lesbian regardless of how you felt in the past. If you ID as a lesbian now and then meet a man and fall for him, it would be wrong to call yourself a lesbian. But having a relationship with a man in the past doesn't mean you can't be a lesbian now. Okay. So I think when I was reading people's thoughts on this and watching videos, I think they have a problem with this sentence. If you ID as a lesbian now and then meet a man and fall for him, it would be wrong to call yourself a lesbian,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I feel like people, some people really like labels, some people really don't like labels. So I feel like it just comes back to that. But I also think that our community, they just shun on that. Like, oh, you, you said you was a lesbian, now you with a man, like you really don't know what you want. You bisexual? What is it? You pansexual? <laughs> like it's like they be questioning. Make up your mind. Yeah, they just yeah. be questioning. So I don't think that the community would be okay with you saying you're a lesbian and then having a man. I mean, because by definition, it isn't a lesbian. Yeah. Uh, so. So for you, you were you dated woman all your life, and then you dated a man, and now you're back to woman. But like. People know this, It's This is not like, my favorite it, it, discussion. You, I know, but people know this. And it's uh-huh. like, whatever. Who cares okay. what people think? But it's like, I know that you said that nobody really shunned you, but do you think that's the truth? Do you think that your family and friends was like...
0: I'm sure certain okay. people had their ideas and was like, what the fuck? You would never have expected that from me. So I never really was like, oh, I'm out here. I'm a lesbian. Da-da-da. My thing was always, I like girls. I like mm-hmm. girls. I like women. I dated. That's... You know where I come from. That's I know that that's a part of me. I know that that's that that was gonna be my end goal. Um, so yeah, you know I dated a guy sometime after whatever, um, and I worried about it a lot actually. And I think I don't even know how I ended up doing it to be honest, <laughs> um, because I it did worry me a lot even though I never conformed to such labels or certain whatever. Um, for me to even take that step to be that, you know, just to explore that uh-huh. that side or whatever, um, because I had never done it prior. You know, I didn't, I didn't have those boyfriends and stuff growing up, and then got into women. It was like, I mean, I had my little likes when I were young, was younger, but I didn't go and date guys in high school and shit. Like uh-huh. I. I learned really young that I was into women mm-hmm. um, or girls at the time. So um, when I was out here on a free-for-all, I was just like, all right. And I it did bother me because at the end of the day, I was just like, I know that I couldn't do this full-time. I know that this isn't me and this isn't, you know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it's not to say like I... Find guys attractive. Cool. That's like... It's not like you can't, you know? Guys find guys attractive. Like, somebody's pretty. You're going to say that, you know? Like, it's okay. It doesn't It doesn't make you any less gay. It doesn't make you, mm-hmm. you know, any less straight. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But I did fear the judgment that came behind it because essentially I've only ever been with women and I knew that, like, I was going to get back to that. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea of being shitted on because you know i decided to i guess explore that Mm -hmm. go on that mini exploration yeah um you know that i would catch a lot of shade for it but at the end of the day like i didn't give a fuck at the same time because i was like who knows me knows me and that's it Mm -hmm. and it's not like i was out here you know i i don't know the word i'm looking for but claiming such
1: Mm -hmm. of a I don't know. I don't know. Of a it. label. Yeah. Man, oh, man. All right. So, one thing that I didn't like about this doc is that they put a lot of emphasis on feelings about men instead of your feelings about women. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, because how old is this again? This is like from, I want to say it's like from 2018. I don't know. Yeah, 2019. it's a couple
0: years old and I didn't like so much of like the. It just it has wording, a lot of focus a, on men. Yeah, for something that's supposed to be understanding your feelings about yourself. Yeah.
1: That's my or, only like, that's my only complaint about the whole thing.
0: Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. it, it it's to help you understand more of why you're not you know connecting with that connection with men mm-hmm. because when for a lot, I think that for a lot of females coming out or trying to trying to figure out what it is that they they like More against or towards, um, they don't have experience with women. You know, you have a lot of women who've had their doubts or had their feelings and never, um, what's the word? Never really did anything mm-hmm. or tried it or uh pursued it yeah that's the word before they never pursued a woman or the likes mm-hmm. their their feelings for a woman you know if anything more women shy away from that because right. they don't know it they don't understand it they don't know other people or experience other people who have been in those situations that they could turn to and be like you know help me understand this mm-hmm. so i think like you know most of this pertains to individuals like that who Mm -hmm. didn't have that outlet to learn or express and understand Mm -hmm. that hid from it and ended up in uh male relationships or heterosexual relationships
1: right i also think it's also for people who have dated men and women like people who identify as bisexual because i feel like if you've only dated women then reading this you're really not gonna um relate to it yeah because you already are like nah like i don't like men like that's yeah. <laughs> not even an option but like for women who have dated men or still date men and are considering dating women i feel like they might relate to some of this um something else that she talks about is conflicting feelings about men you can really genuinely have warm positive strong feelings towards men and they can still be compulsory heterosexuality it's the assumption that any feelings that you have towards a man must be attraction because society talks all the time about hetero love and attraction so when you feel something towards a man you think oh this must be what it's like then as part of discovering your sexuality you try to find ways that you find men attractive you think i'm not attracted to physical appearance only personalities or i only like feminine men or you find ways to make yourself aroused by men by imagining them in all kinds of unusual scenarios until you f- until you hit one that appeals to you.
0: So this implying you basically making up ways yeah. to how you can be attracted to men, right? Like if their physical appearance isn't right, yet. like
1: you're forcing yourself. Yeah. So I could relate to some of this with the <laughs> with the I, yeah. I'm not attracted to physical appearance, just only personalities, yeah. right? But like. No, I did a lot of attractive people, but some people that I dated, it was like, I'm like, well, their personality is nice, mm-hmm. you know. Like, it's like everyone has their own taste, yeah, pretty much. But I would, I feel like for me, I didn't. If you if you lined up all the people that I've dated, they don't look the same at all. They look so different, so completely different. Like, and I I really was attracted to personalities. But when I when I read the oh you like feminine men I said, "Huh, that's me." Huh. Which is crazy
0: because you want when every time you talk about the guys you dated or your expectations for mm-hmm. men that you dated, it always I felt like came back to needing them to be that idea of a man, yet somehow you ended up in situations where they weren't. They were the feminine version of a man. Yeah. So how?
1: Yeah, no. What do you mean by that?
0: Like I'm saying you're always like, "Oh, you know, he's got to have a shit together." Like, you know your high your expectations yeah. for men were high, high. It's out there. Like, yeah, you yeah, got it. Yeah. You got to have a job. You got to have this. Yeah, you got to yeah, have yeah. that. You got to have your own shit. And you that's can't. another
1: thing. Like she talks about it later, but like it was like um you have really, really high expectations for a man, but you have like kind of like low expectations for women. For a man. Yeah. <laughs> and Badly. that was me. Like I I feel like I dealt with so much shit from girls and with guys it was like any little thing and i'm like you're cut off you're cut off no i'm not doing it. like i would literally cut people off for any little thing that i didn't like i was like yeah i don't i don't like so that. the real question i have is what how did you convince yourself sexually what
0: do you mean like it said that you know when you're in those sexual moments mm-hmm. with men you yeah. had to um like create this idea yeah or a vision to arouse you in a way if you weren't around so
1: another thing that she talks about later on is that like um you need to be drunk or high to have sex with men mm. liquid courage, girl you know i was drinking i was drinking mm. not all the time like don't i'm not like a fucking just alcoholic a little, just a little but i would be like yeah i need something to feel, to nice. feel nice take the edge off yeah it's mm. like you know whatever okay but like you know, like, after, like, a sexual experience or whatever, like, or you're like, oh, that was good, or with men, I would be like, is this over yet in my head? Like, can we fucking be done? Like, I'm just over this. Like, I would I would just be, like, in my head of, like, when is this going to be done? Yeah, It's going to be quick, like, always, but, like, when is it going to be done type shit.
0: Was there ever a time where you actually enjoyed it? Though?
1: I feel like with... With people that I had a really, um, like, emotional connection with. Mm. Like, people that I could laugh with. Like, we were, like, like true friends. Like that.
0: You ever thought that that would be enough to hold y'all
1: together? I did. <laughs> at times. But, like.
0: That's what I couldn't kick. So, like, what? Like, that idea of. I think in that short period of time where I did date that guy, um, mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. He was a more feminine individual pers- personality-wise, and and I fucked with that. Um, but I think, to an extent, I had to convince myself that, oh, like, you know, I don't know. I just knew I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't do it long-term. Uh, I, I was, because it was just like, I felt like it was going to be a lot of convincing, because in my head, it was always going to be like, well, th- this isn't going to be enough. Like, I need a woman in my life. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm that it's going to come to that point and I just don't want to drag this along like this was really supposed to be some for fun shit yeah but I do think that you know sometimes you get stuck in the convincing stage of like Mm -hmm. oh you know well well they have that good personality or oh we're so cool like everything else we do we're connected in other ways and then you're in like that best friend mode with each other you're like where else I'm gonna find that in like a a situation or a relationship Mm -hmm. and it's just like I mean, no, because that's not going to be enough. Mm -hmm. That's not going to be enough to withstand, you know, the longevity of the relationship. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So then she goes on to basically list some bullet points of signs. It says signs um, of compulsory heterosexuality. If you relate to or identify with a lot of these things, I'd say it's worth an investigation into why so many of these things resonate with you um so i was in Georgia. i was like after reading this i'm like am i a lesbian and i literally started choking on food as i was um fucking talking about this but i did relate to a lot of things so number one attraction to men deciding which guys to be attracted to not to date but to be attracted to based on how well they match a mental list of attractive qualities you have a list of impossible criteria in your head that a man must meet for you to be attracted to him and if you ever meet someone who matches all of the criteria you just add more impossible standards i had a crazy list i had a crazy list it's probably it's on my, it was on my notes but it, crazy he has to be, like, 6'2". He has to have a car. He has to have a good job. He has to have a nice smile. He has to learn how to, like, he has to know how to cook. It was, like, a lot of things that I feel like a lot of guys are not providing. For when it comes to women, you don't have a list. It's, it's all
0: about the bond. Yeah. It's all about the bond you create. So I can mm-hmm. understand, you know.
1: Yeah. All right, then it says, having such high standards that literally no guy meets them and feeling no spark or attraction to any guy who doesn't meet them. Um, you're far more certain about getting attracted to women than you are about attraction to men, only mostly being into guys who are gender nonconforming or feminine in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, reading your anxiety, dis- discomfort, nervousness around men as attraction to them. Confusing your ex- anxiety around men for butterflies or being flustered. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. You relate to that? No.
0: No? I don't relate. Really. Really? No? I cannot relate.
1: I don't know how you dated that guy then. I'm confused. Alright, relationships with men. No, I
0: was really on some shit, Jack.
1: <laughs> Dreading what feels like an edible, an inedible domestic future with a man. You have every reason to be happy in your relationship with the man, but you just aren't. Everything is going really well, but something is just missing and you can't figure out what.
0: It's crazy because I feel like I've talked to people, right? I've mm-hmm. I've I have straight friends. I've you know, it's not like we don't have these conversations, mm-hmm. but with certain people, it's just like hmm. Like, the math is not mathing. It's not adding. Like, what are do you, you mean? sure? Like, these things, like, they're just, there's just no sense of fulfillment. There's just no sense of, like, there. there's no spark. There's something missing. But it's like, mm-hmm.
1: you're still, I don't know. Like, and, you're still there. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like. But I feel like people are still there for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Either you have a kid with them. You're married to them. You live with them. You just really care about what people might think you come from a religious family Mm -hmm. like it's like there's a lot of things that play there's so many things that play
0: yeah Um, and it sucks that it has to be that way though mm because at the end of the day i feel like people it takes people longer than than others but eventually you do get to a point where you're just like all right like it's been enough something's got to give and i think you it finally comes back up like all right maybe it's just, this just has never been for me. You know, maybe this isn't my white picket fence. Maybe this heteronormative life just just is not it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now it's time to fucking face the music. Zone out the fear of, you know, my family, my parents, you know, the 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 feedback I'm going to get from other people who know me or used to know me and the person that I've been all these years and aren't going to accept the person I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: But I also feel like sometimes people just don't meet the right person to come out to, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, like the person that pulls them out? hmm Okay. Like, it's like, I feel like people are hiding in the closet because they've never met someone who even would be worth them coming out to, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I can see that it's
1: like maybe they've had like a few flings but it's nothing serious enough for them to be like oh like I really want to be with this person and I want to show the world that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: all right some other things that she says is wishing your boyfriend was less interested in romance and or sex with you and that you could just hang out as pals yikes (laughs) worrying that you're broken inside and unable to really love anyone that was me um, sex and, sex and intimacy with men. Having to be drunk or high to have sex with men. You're- I think they catch on to that at some point. Well, you told me that that happened to you.
0: Alright, uh, yeah, they catch on to that at some point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you say?
0: Um, he was like, I feel like we only, <laughs> you know, do the damn thing when you a little Liddy. And don't get it fucked up when I'm pretty lit. I'm pretty, like... You know, Mm -hmm. I think everybody's like that. You know, you drink a little bit and and Mm -hmm. your hormones are like heightened, you know, and you ready for the damn thing. But I mean,
1: (laughs) I guess it was valid. (laughs) Um, Thinking because you don't like or pursue sex with men, you must be asexual. Or vice versa with romance. I hear them. that so much. Girl. Isn't
0: asexual, or, or they discovered the idea or like mm-hmm. the definition of asexual, and then they're like, you know, I've heard you say it, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like,
1: what the fuck is that? Yeah, like asexual, like you just don't enjoy having that. sex or whatever. My friends used to think that about me. They'd be like, maybe you're asexual. And I'm like, maybe I am, but I don't see the hype. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then you lay down with a pair of titties. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this other one that I highlighted says, being bored with sex with men, not understanding what the big deal is that makes other women want it.
0: Wow, you should have read this article a long time ago. Why? I don't know. Because maybe you just would have been gay sooner. You would have understood. I don't know.
1: But I feel like part of this is the confusing part because in the beginning of the thing, she's like, that we still think like, like, oh well, we're bisexual because like we st- we're still attracted to men, or like celebrities mm-hmm. or fictional characters like that I think guy. They from- don't- those guys from Elite, Mm-hmm. very cute, mm-hmm. beautiful. We always talk- Ooh, we always gas them popping. Like, popping. I love
0: gay men. They're so they're so fine.
1: Yeah, like
0: bitch, but- why do you look like that?
1: so fucking cute uh, if, you, know. if you if you if you're watching you gotta watch it yeah you gotta watch it i i kept begging her to watch it, it has some, a lot think, of gay scenes I, like. I was about to
0: say and i think that that's the um it's a it's like a spanish uh show but yeah. you can watch it in english um but i think that that's one of the first um like tv series that i've seen um where it's more devoted to male gay um yeah. you know relationships mm-hmm. and it's not just female actually it was less female um you know gay scenes compared yeah. to the men it was like all damn near all of the guys were some type of putti fruties, mm-hmm. and the it was like one girl that was straight that ends up falling for the other girl and yeah it was cute I mm-hmm. fucked with it though
1: yeah, it was. It's a crazy show. Yeah, it's
0: pretty. The like nice, drama.
1: Buddy. It's like, it's like rebelde. It's like they're in high school, but they've really grown, and they be having yeah, these big crazy. ass parties. It's and definitely they're
0: rich as fuck. It, it's definitely Spain oriented. Yeah, yeah,
1: I love it. Not, and yeah, they they always cursing, and they always say joder, joder, and vale, vale, vale yeah. this, vale that.
0: Anyway, hold on before you go. So then, why do you feel like you hold on to the title of bisexual?
1: Because I still think that a lot of men are cute. Yeah, but, but I, how does that pertain to bisexuality? Being attracted to them.
0: Okay. because I, I don't like, claim bisexuality and I think uh, guys are cute.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's like an internalized issue that I'm still dealing with and people know that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm just asking because I feel like when you <laughs> earlier
1: she was I like, say oh I'm maybe queer. I love you
0: and I laughed and I was like okay, uh-huh. um, but I know you know often but you really it's like claim- it's just
1: confusing because like the doc says you, I've had great relationships with men, uh-huh. I've had past relationships where it's like the vibe was there, but it was not like I felt like we was gonna get married, like it's never that serious. You know? Right. It was like we had good memories, we had good times. So is it important I'm for you to married. claim
0: bisexuality? No. Or do you just have it because it's just the label that you've just been I, you just know, under I that umbrella queer for now. some time. You
1: know I'll be using queer. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: but still.
1: hmm
0: I mean, I listen, I I knew what it was when I got with her, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, gay bisexual asexual whatever if a person want to leave you for somebody or want to try something they're going to do it it is what it is human nature what you're attracted to what you're connected to what you bond with you know it's going to happen um so that's why again i don't fall too much under labels which is also you know i just feel like there's so many ways it could go um but i'm just asking because i feel like it's i don't know it's always
1: hmm. I'm in a relationship with you, right? I don't know what that means. All right. Early interest in women. It says not recognizing past and not recognizing past current crushes on women until you've come to grips with your attraction to women. Having had an unusually close relationship with a female friend growing up that was different and special in a way that you couldn't articulate. Having your favorite character in every show be that. One gay, Bad-ass girl. <laughs> Mine yeah. was Michelle Rodriguez in Fast and the Furious. They were saying, "I don't know if I'm saying that right." Shago from Kim Possible. Yeah. Um, and I was. Is that the green girl? Because she yeah. was popping,
0: popping. I think that all, all the girls that had like that badass role mm-hmm. was kind of like the implication of they were the dominant. Mm-hmm more, like, lesbian characters, I guess I would say. So, I find my, I found myself a lot growing up Uh in those situations where I was, like, I'm not looking at the male characters. I am not attracted or connected. I'm really fucking with the female characters. I think in the beginning it came off as, like, oh, like, I idolized them because, like, I want to perceive myself that way. You know, I, like, you know, I want to be that badass, good-looking chick. But, Eventually, I was just like, nah, she's fine. <laughs> like, um, I'm attracted to it. I'm not just, like, uh-huh. trying to, like, present that idea. I'm attracted
1: to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's what I'm saying. Then it says, exploring attraction to women, really focusing on the woman in heterosexual porn. I feel like this one is... um this one's interesting because there's a lot of straight girls that watch lesbian porn like that's their Mm go-to does it mean that they're lesbian no no it's just sexier to watch females have sex then she goes on to talk about considering lesbianism and i think some of these is like what i'm trying to articulate so she says, feeling guilty about wanting to be a lesbian, feeling like you're just attention-seeking or trying to be trendy. Fantasizing fantasizing about how much fun it would be to be a lesbian and just be with wo- woman, a specific woman, but thinking that can't be for you. Worrying that some of your past attraction to men was actually real, so you can't be a lesbian. That last part. I can relate. Um... Then she goes over like attraction versus compulsory heterosexuality, and um I'm just gonna read like the last parts of it where she says it's really difficult to unroot compulsory heterosexuality. My simplest advice on getting through is. Getting through it is even if you are attracted to men, you do not need to date them if you don't want to. If you only want to date other women, then you have the right to do that. The rest is less important than the simple reality of what you want right now. And then she finalizes it at the end with... Women can also have conflicting feelings for men in a multitude of ways due to misogyny and the patriarchy that oppresses us. You may be reading this and start to question yourself after relating to most of these and that's okay. If you are unsure or questioning, feel free to try on the lesbian label as well. If you come to the conclusion that you are not a lesbian, eventually that's okay too. These are the most common signs of compulsory heterosexuality. Plenty of lesbians still struggle with it. There are other ways compulsory heterosexuality may manifest itself as well. You don't have to relate to all of these to identify as a lesbian. I like to assure you that even though you currently have a boyfriend or a husband or had one in the past, this does not make you any less of a lesbian. If you've had sex with men, you're not any less of a lesbian. You can still be a lesbian if you're... A trans woman, a non-binary too, if you feel a connection to womanhood through your love of other women. Non-binary and trans lesbians have always existed as well. Um, Plenty of lesbians feel alienated for being lesbians and are gender non-conforming. Lesbian is not a dirty word. Do not settle for men if you don't think you can ever truly be happy ending up with one being a lesbian is healing and loving woman as a lesbian does not make you predatory in any way i hope you can do some soul searching and figure out your consciousness that's how she ends it so it it's 30 pages i didn't even read half of it so there's like so many other things she will add a link for for those of y'all who actually want to take a look
0: at it Mm -hmm. but like do you think that if you if that article or you would have stumbled upon that article in you know years before you actually came out Mm -hmm. or like into the phase of dating women and Mm -hmm. and pursuing that. Do you think that knowing that information sooner it would have you would have related to it? Or do you think like it you still would have been in a space where it was like, nah, nah, I think I just need to
1: No, I think I would have related to it, but it's just like when you're not put in these situations, like, how do you get the experience? If you're always in straight spaces, like, especially when you're femme presenting, I feel like it's kind of hard to avoid these situations. Like, I will be at a, at a bar or a club and a guy will come up to me. Like, it's like guys are coming up to me. So it's like, if you're attractive, then you're attractive. But, like, I only had one girl ever come up to me. And we ended up going on a date and everything, but I feel like for the more, and but when she came up to me, I I was looking more like um like stemmish. like I was wearing cargo pants, sneakers, things like that. Um, but I feel like it's just hard if you're not in these situations. So what, like what in that time
0: made you feel comfortable enough to be like, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. I'll go out with you.
1: I think it's because I was. Loki already talking to this girl and I didn't really understand what was going on but I was like this is like weird like this is like this is not some friendship like you are being flirty like and then I would tell my friend and she was like this is not straight behavior <laughs> <laughs> right And she's like you like her and I'll be like stop stop it it's <laughs> kind of shying away from that yeah idea. yeah
0: so was with- okay because I feel like there's there's females who end up in that situation where it's just like they're a little oblivious to the idea Mm -hmm. of like oh that they could potentially like a girl right Mm -hmm. and then i feel like most times it's your friends or the people that surround you that recognize kind of the signs yeah and then are like listen like
1: because you're in denial
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so do you feel like did that happen to you a lot or was it just that one time it was just that one time really
1: yeah but i never had um like sometimes people have like these really close relationships with their friends growing up, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, like," and then when they get older and they're like, "Oh, maybe that wasn't like normal." Mm-hmm. I honestly could say I could not relate to that. Like I never in a million years with feel, the friends that I had.
0: I feel like we're so far. We've or you just always lean to that I don't side. Know why. We always look so far from each other.
1: Um, never in a million years did I ever look of any and did I ever look at any of my friends, and had any feelings for them never that was no not my thing (laughs) not not, like not on some offensive shit but it was just like no like but some people do have those experiences where they're so cool with their best friend that sometimes they think like if she were a man like we was we would be and like we would be in a relationship type shit i hate to not like be it might sound weird but
0: i also think it's a little bit of the nature of being gay what? or like fucking with girls is that some of the people that I've actually grown to have good relationships and mm-hmm. friendships with were people that I actually initially pers- was trying to pursue. That's for you. And that weren't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like for uh-huh. me,
1: or like. But that's because they were gay. Mm-hmm. But if they were straight, I don't think it would have been the case. Wait, what do you mean? Like I feel like you've had relationships with your friends. But it's because they're super gay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but even, Uh like, with with straight people, like, you have the idea of wanting Uh to pursue
0: them. But, you know, they don't, you Mm -hmm. know, since they don't really know how they're moving.
1: I think it must be, like, a mass thing.
0: Oh, yeah. It could, yeah. Potentially. Mm
1: -hmm. But growing up, I do remember that people would think that me and my friends had such close relationships that it's like, yeah, lesbian is something. Mm -hmm. Like, what's going on here? Y'all really attached at the hip, but it's like, nah, you're buggy. My family would do that all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. They always thought, like,
0: oh, she gay, she gay, she gay, because look at her friends type shit. And I did. But your I friends did have, was gay as hell. I did. Yeah, I'm about to say, I, a lot of my, like, mm-hmm. closest friends were, like, did present masculine, mm-hmm. like, traits. Or, like, there was yeah. literally one chick that I was cool with, and she was full throttle, like, yeah. From head to toe, personality and everything, it was mm-hmm. very masculine. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, my brothers were those people. <laughs> yeah. Like other family members would huh. be like, yeah, like, ask her friends. Mm-hmm. She she got to be fucking with any of them or she's got to be gay. Like- right.
1: I do feel like having those type of people around you makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember when I, like, after I graduated high school and I went to college, all my friends were either gay or looked super gay. Mm-hmm. And people thought that I was gay. And I'm like, nah, that's not my friends. <laughs> Chill. But, like, one of them was bi. Um, the other one looked super gay. She was, like, a softball player, but she wasn't. And then the other one was actually gay. She was, like, a mass. She had her whole girlfriend. Did they ever try to, like, come at you?
0: Like, try to pursue you?
1: The mask would be, like, she would be too touchy. Mm. And she would want to, like, play fight and shit. I'm like, you got a girlfriend. Like, you bugging right now. She was like, I don't care. Like, she would she would, she would, flirt OD, but I would be like, nah. Was that she
0: just because?
1: Well, for mo- she was in my type, number one. And for two, it was like, this we're all cool. Like, don't make shit weird now. Mm-hmm. But some of them I didn't end up being cool with. One of them transferred. And then I feel like
0: I just. You ever think that if they were to see you now, they'd be like. I fucking knew it, bro. I think, yeah. I think some of them. I fucking
1: knew it. And Mm -hmm. she was gassing all this time. How dare she? Right. Right. No, I did. Someone followed me from on Instagram. And I went to school with them. And they were like super gay. So I wonder what they think. (laughs) The audacity that you have. Right. (laughs) (laughs) To be this gay and have a gay platform... But it was it, it's probably weird for them, too, though, because I was in a relationship in college for two years mm. with a guy and like everybody knew about it. Like mm. everybody knew we was that we were a couple. And so they probably thought that was weird. Mm. So don't care. But anyways, you want to get, don't t- get t- t- fucked up? I'm gay as fuck. I'm going to keep using queer and gay and call it a day and leave me the fuck alone. Well, people, people really be fighting me on social media when I be defending bisexuals. Oh. Every fucking time, it does not fail. I don't get into and the I'm bisexual sure that conversation people, because I, I, I'm not. But do you relate or do you I'm, de- agree, I'm not disagree in that?
0: You know, I'm not in that area. You don't you know? have to
1: be in that area though to defend. You know, like, Uh but it's just like, I think it definitely
0: depends on the conversation.
1: I don't, I get that. But I just, I don't understand what, like, I'm sure that people who listen to this podcast would be so annoyed with me, but it's like, I don't understand the problem.
0: I think there's more bisexuals now than ever. But it's just like,
1: someone had commented on on that video saying like, why does someone that you, why is, why does it matter who you dated before and after? And I agree with that. You dated a guy before me. Do I give a fuck? No. Do I feel... Sad? No. Like, if I did, I wouldn't have, to, like, talked to you. But mm-hmm. even then, I didn't... It would be hypocritical of me to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can't relate because I've never... Like, I feel like people who really um have a preference for lesbians and really don't like bisexuals is because either they've had a bad experience or they really are, like, super lesbian and don't see men in that light and really don't fucking understand how you could either date, ever date one Yeah. or they hate men too like they're feminists or whatever not every I'm lesbian not to, hates I'm a not, guy though I'm I don't like that, from that them. Idea. I'm just saying
0: I know but like with that article that's how I felt too that's why I was like how old is this article because although some of these mm-hmm. like things are fairly valid um I just feel like the terminology was a little coming off like man bashing and it's like we don't hate men Mm -hmm. like honestly some of our closest friends and family and people we look up to you know can be Mm -hmm. the men in our life just because we didn't date some or or so why have exceptional male i get that
1: so why is it so hard for lesbians who don't like bisexuals to even uh, like why is it so hard for them to get it what do you mean like they, they are like basically how They're just like, why do you... Why can't you just pick? Why do you like men? Like, why do you like women? I think because at the end of
0: the day, women are... Or at least women who, you know, date women are just so certain. Like, we... I think... From my perspective, Mm -hmm. as women, we know when we're, when we want something, when we're serious about something, when we're sure about something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we have that ability. We don't, it's not like we don't, you know, there's Mm -hmm. no inability for us to be like, I don't know. Like, so I think that, you know, when it comes to women that want both or like, I don't know for, Mm -hmm. you know, some lesbians who are like, I'm sure, of course I know. It's just like how you don't know when... I know mm-hmm. that as a woman, you can be certain. You mm-hmm. know what you want,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's. I think that that's why they kind of, or like I would assume that that could be a little a hard pill pill to swallow. Yeah, to be like how you don't know, like yeah, no, I, you know I, when you want something, you know right. when you want somebody. You're you're certain. You're sure. You're right. you're your full force. Throttle with it you right. feel me? So no like, and i
1: get i get both sides like i truly truly get it but i i i'm not bothered and i feel like when i talk about this and when i defend bisexuals they really be pressed like this they don't sleep at night they don't sleep at night like they are stressed about it and i'm like you there's a nicer way to say things and the comments was coming crazy i was like block like you're not about to come on our page and try to Disrespect, like bitch, you don't even listen to the podcast. But anyways, it was just like people were really becoming so crazy from like a one minute clip. Like you didn't even watch it, well, people but people go crazy think, about everything. I know, but Anything it's that like we talk about. We, we
0: had that conversation with the whole um, uh, is she really gay? If she don't give head thing. That that edit was a little was a little little shaky. So well, I, yeah. I understand why mm-hmm. it like maybe turned people a certain way. But when we did have that conversation, I it was clearly implied that you know it's the same thing with a heterosexual couple you know there's there's females who don't give guys um you know head and that's okay it doesn't mean that you're any that's gay it just it's just like okay if that's not the way that you want to please your partner or you know you'll find another way to please your partner mm-hmm. head isn't the main event just right. like strap is not the main event you right. know me? i
1: mean? um, yeah whatever works for you but i mean these clips are also in a way of like to catch your attention to catch your eye i want to say it's a little bit like clickbait because we want you guys to like listen to the whole thing obviously but um (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm just like y'all becoming so crazy like please take a chill pill um, regardless and-
0: of the conversation people are always coming crazy if it's not about uh-huh. presentation I've seen a comment on YouTube talking about some femme presenting why can't a lesbian just be a lesbian and it's like yo we didn't make These we didn't create these conversations, we didn't make these these, turn the terminology. You feel me? Yeah, what the times. This is society nowadays, you know? Like this is what we're getting from society as a whole. From people outside from people looking Uh in on the community and the community itself. So it's like we're having conversations that some people don't know, some people don't get, some people don't understand, and we're all just trying to understand it together. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're pulling the shit out of our ass and like, this is what <laughs> we got to conform to, you know?
1: Right. That's that's a big one of it. It's like, we're not just, I mean, we're, yeah, we're just talking, but at the same time, it's like, this is a lot of terms that the LGBTQ community came up with and outside of it as well. So it's like- Google it though, you gotta stay up to date nowadays. Like, yeah, people, some people really like labels, some people really like physical labels as well. And they'll say, I'm a femme. What the fuck is the problem with that? I mean, I can
0: understand the idea of not needing to dissect every little thing in life Mm -hmm. and just taking things for what it is. If you're a lesbian, you're just a lesbian. Why you gotta be Mm -hmm. a math lesbian? Why you gotta be femme lesbian? Why you gotta be a, a, (laughs) why does there have to be a drop category under lesbian? Like, yeah, yeah. You feel me? All these umbrellas, I get it,
1: but. It I makes mean, some people feel yeah, comfortable it's, it's and that at the end of the day, if it makes them comfortable and then it makes them comfortable. Right.
0: You either want to learn and understand mm-hmm. it or you don't. And that's okay. Yeah, what you want to do. But don't criticize and throw shade about why people need more um, clarification or specific. Uh, same thing
1: with, you the, know, same thing with the, the pronouns. I'm not even get into it, though, because people really don't get it.
0: Anyway, that concludes our episode for this evening. Um, we're going to go ahead and bang out and get into this family meeting. I feel like we haven't done family meeting in some time. Are we Because we missed
1: it last week.
0: Okay. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Melanie. Again, it was really cool to have her and get into some of the conversations we got mm-hmm. into. So if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and take your ass to that, that episode and go like it, share it, like, comment, subscribe. You know all the shit
1: she'd be saying. All right. I've been with my girlfriend for 10 months and I still haven't seen her naked or haven't gotten to really be intimate with her. We are both femmes and she's been with others in the past. How should I approach the situation? Every time I try to talk about it or actually do something to her, she switches the subject or dominates me. She is more dominant than me and I don't mind being submissive, but I just feel some type of way. I don't want to pressure her, but I just wonder if it'll uh, if it'll always be like this. Um I feel like this is hard with femmes because society expects like usually it's like a like a more mass person and a more femme person and the more femme is usually submissive. But in this case not seeing her naked for 10 months is a pretty long time. Yeah. If you go, if you point, guys already, like, been intimate, you know? Yeah. I feel like at some point, I
0: mean, I don't know, maybe not seeing your partner's body when you're in that intimate setting. But, I mean, when you go to the shower and shit, no? I would oh. see you naked. If you go to the shower, coming out of the shower, it's, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. Some people just really don't have that confidence to show their body. I mean, I've been pretty yeah. um, what's the word I'm looking for? I've been guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Not comfortable with my body. Don't want to show you, sh- man. Shut the lights out. You mm-hmm. feel me? Um, so I think that it's normal. I don't think it's uncommon or not normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a her thing, where she has to figure out what is it, what does she need from, I guess, you guys to be more comfortable. But ultimately it has to she has to be comfortable, you know. It also has to be her decision to feel like, okay, I'm comfortable enough to do this. Uh you can do everything in your power, but if she's not comfortable, like making herself comfortable enough to um, you know, be that form or show that form of intimacy with you and having that uh I guess I don't know the word I'm looking for. I just feel like it all comes down to comfortability.
1: Mm-hmm. I think a question you can ask her is just, like, um, like how can I make you feel more comfortable, like, when we're being intimate? Because, like JoJo said, maybe she's one of these people that she does need the lights to be completely off. Or, like, maybe she actually doesn't like, maybe she's, like, a peanut. Like, maybe she doesn't like um, someone going down on her or, like, touching her or anything like that.
0: I don't know. It just sucks when you try to have these conversations with your partner and they just don't know how to have the conversation back. They, they're they not open enough. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there has to be a uh, something going on between themselves mm-hmm. to not be able to be open and have those conversations. Um, but again, I think just the best thing that you can do is continue to bring it to her attention you know tell her listen mm-hmm. i want us to move forward intimately or like you know in any which way and i just feel like this would make me more comfortable and help me to feel like we're on the same page type shit you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: mm. that's all i got it's not an un- a uncommon thing right All right, next question. Hi, girls. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and I've heard Dyra say that she has a few health problems related to IBS. I don't know if that question is too personal, but I have been going through similar issues and feel like there is no answer for what is truly wrong with my health. I've been feeling pretty down about it for years now, and I feel like my health is only getting worse. Any advice on how to deal with the stress of having health issues?
1: Girl... I have so many health problems and it truly does affect your everyday life. It affects you emotionally, physically, sexually, like so many things. So I have something called Crohn's disease. It's different from IBS because IBS is not, um, it's not like detected, but with Crohn's, you could do like, um, a couple tests to see if you have it. And it's, chronic so it's it's never gonna leave and I feel like nowadays a lot of people just think that they have IBS because they go to the bathroom a lot or whatever the case may be but my my um Crohn's disease started when I was in high school so a while back and I pretty much couldn't eat um and I was in the hospital for like a week I lost so much weight they didn't they literally did not know what was wrong with me until they did all these tests and all of that um and honestly my my best advice is to go to a good doctor and when I mean good doctor it's like I mean I don't know your your race or anything like that but I feel like sometimes the doctors who take you seriously when you are a person of color is the doctors that are people of color black a hispanic like I feel like they're more likely to take your concerns seriously and actually run tests. Um, Or like just honestly doing your research. Like if you can't relate to that, I would say to really do your research on doctors. Like I do so much research online to read their reviews, read their Google reviews, sock dog, wherever the fuck they have them. And even if it does take a while to get that appointment, it's just better to do so and to get a head start of it. Because I feel like if you have a bad doctor, they're lazy. They don't want to run tests on you. They keep running you around. They keep, they basically keep, um, they keep just bullshitting with you. And I feel like they don't take your concerns seriously. So a good doctor, I know that comes with having good health insurance. However, I was like on state insurance my whole life and, I would struggle with this because I feel like a lot of doctors who don't a lot of like um, a lot of good doctors don't take like state insurance and the crappy doctors are the ones who take it. So I would literally do my research. So out of all these crappy doctors who take insurance, who's the best one? Literally. So it was just a lot of research, a lot of patience, a lot of scheduling. Um, but honestly, the key is just to find a good doctor. Someone who's going to work with you because that's all you can really do. Like, we can't self-diagnose ourselves. You could do all the Google, Google research you could do. Trust me, I've done it. It's, it's never going to be as accurate. And you're going to need a doctor's help to do, like, more tests. Um, some of the tests are, like, you might have to do an endoscopy or a colonoscopy. So you have to be okay with basically being put to sleep because... They put a camera down your throat or up your butt, TMI, Um, to figure out what's going on in your stomach. But honestly, do these things early, because if you keep ignoring all of these issues, it's just going to get worse. It's going to affect you mentally, emotionally, everything. Um, And you just like we're only getting older and you got to take care of your health now, not later on when it's too late. Now is when you got to take care of it. Um, I want to do a whole podcast episode on on health because I feel like Queer people and people of color sometimes aren't taken seriously when we go to the guy know things like that. It's just ridiculous. Um, but feel free to message me privately. I'd be happy to talk more about it with you. But yeah, that's all I have. that's it? That's it. All right, there all y'all right. have it. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Deuce Bye. Deuce Goose.